Okay, welcome to the podcast. I am here with Columbus on DK. What's happening? So I want you to um, introduce yourself, like tell them where you're from, like what, you know, in Columbus. What's happening? I'm D. Keys, a.k.a. D.K., born and raised in Columbus, Georgia. I'm a musician. Used to be a rapper, but, you know, <laughs> over the years I learned how to do some of everything, so I don't even call myself a rapper no more. I'm a musician. Okay. Okay, well, when did you um, when did you start, uh, I guess, being interested in music or, like, working on music? Well, oddly, um, when I was a child, I used to um, – Listen to Michael Jackson and Bone Thugs and Harmony a lot, so I used to mimic them <laughs> as a child. Uh-huh. And so, you know, but as I got older, like getting to middle school and high school, I started developing my own sound. But okay. I, I say about my teenage years so when I got you, into music. You were mimicking them when you were little, but then when you got like the middle school, did you start rapping, like writing, or what were you doing? Like, what was the first thing you did? Well, the first thing I did, I had a, a friend of mine. He was, um, he was, he was already rapping too. He was younger than me, but he was into the rap more than I was. And I had a studio, so him coming to my studio and doing work got me in, into rapping. How he was rapping instead of like Bone Thugs Harmony. Wait, when was when you had the studio? You was, oh, I was like twelve. No, I was, <laughs> I went to it. I was in high school. He was oh, okay, in he was okay. in middle school. Okay. And um, when I started doing what he was doing, um, we me him and my brother had formed a group. And when I uh, Y'all he love talked them groups, baby. I knew it, man. I, I would never do a group again, but that that was the start of it all. Uh, but they talked me into a talent show, and then we won a talent okay. show, and that's what got me into. Then you was like, yeah, I can do this. Okay. Okay, so you I was gonna ask who were your influences, but you said Bone Thugs and Harmony. And Michael Jackson. And Michael Jackson. As I, as I, got, oh. I don't know why that's funny, but it's just a weird combination. Oh, it gets it gets weirder. Oh, oh no. <laughs> okay. As I got older it became Pastor Troy and Andre okay. three thousand. Okay, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was what high school, right? Yep. All right, and um, you made a point to say Andre three thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see you liking it though. You're very musical, like. Um. Okay. What about uh? Where you been? Like you know, they still be talking about you in the city. What What you been up to? Man, I done, um. Tell I done me put the my, truth. I now. put myself in the cave, man. They, my <laughs> home, my home say I be in the back cave, but basically I just stayed to myself because. During my journey on um, doing music, I came across a lot of problems that wasn't because of me. And so, like, it, it made me, like, fall back from everybody and, like, not wanting to trust people or whatever. So, you're just so going through some things. Yeah. So, I just stayed to myself. I oh, I record people at the house here and there. Yeah. Other than that, like, I ain't trying to be out there. Well, I am now, but it was a time when I wasn't trying to be out there because of things that other people were doing to me, but I'm finally getting back in my comfort zone to where I can pursue being an artist again. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when you, uh, like, think about um, Andre 3000, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he, very talented, but he, he, 
you like where he at what he doing right mm -hmm. so i saw like a a clip i don't know what it was just then i said to you okay so it's a podcast episode and, and he was saying something about um i don't know if it was the perfectionist thing he was saying but you can tell he puts a lot of pressure on himself and um you can also tell that like i guess in his music he put all like his emotions he tried to like he can't help it it's just going you know what i'm saying and that's that's one of the main reasons why it took me so long to finally do something because like we just stated earlier i've been going through a lot mm -hmm. and i don't want to just do a thousand songs about what I'm going through. So, you know what I'm but is but is music like therapy for you? To me, yeah. So, so, so basically, you just told me you was avoiding it. You was avoiding it, but it's your therapy, right? It's my therapy. Like, it's like I don't have to be out there for it to be therapeutic. Like, I can just create do a, it. Yeah, I just create it at home and. I'm the only person that can listen to it and go to it when I need it. That's the same it, you know thing he going, he been doing. So I mean, I I think it just to me it seems like when you say Andre three thousand, I'm thinking mm, it's it sounds so similar because everybody always talk about how talented you are, right? Mm -hmm. And like people, I don't you know I don't even know them. Like I hear them talking to Justin or whatever, and it's like you don't have a doubt that you got like you're talented. I know I'm talented. Yeah, you don't have a doubt. I can tell <laughs> I the confidence like to toot my own horn sometimes, but, like, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know I'm talented. So but, the confidence yeah. is all the way there. It's just, I think it's just that personal level of yeah, when, it's, it's more, when you've yeah, got it's more things personal. going on. Yeah, Because some people it's just fun, but some people then it's therapy. Do you feel like, um, do you ever go back and, like, listen to some of your music and you be like, oh, my God, this is what I was going through at this time or this is what I was thinking at this time? Yeah, I hate it. I hate my old music, man. What? I hate my old music with passion. I, I just found a hard drive of mine, and I was going through it, seeing what was on it, and I found so many old songs. <laughs> I mean, at that time, them songs were everything to me, but I go back and listen to it, I was like, ew, I rap like that. Oh, okay. You talking about like That's the style? Me? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't like it. I thought you were saying like, um, just going back over what you were like going through at the time, and you hear the music, and you'd be like, oh man. Then, yeah, you like it's there, it's present when I was going through at the time, but I just I didn't like it. Cause I interviewed an artist, like a painter, mm -hmm. and she was saying that sometimes for her painting is therapy like she got to get those emotions out mm -hmm. and she put it on the canvas she said but she remembers um she, one time she had filled her room with all of those paintings and stuff of like just back to back and she was so it stressed her out because it's like every time you look at this you rem you think about you know whatever you were going through and so she started just selling them but i just remember her saying that like in being in the room with like having to see things from the past over and over again. And I never thought about it from the artist's perspective. And so that's what I thought when you say you go go back to your old music. Well, and, you got and, so much stuff. I know yeah. you got so much. A lot. Five <laughs> mixtapes. And then what's not released? Uh, actually, it's weird because everything that 
I've done is out. Like mm-hmm. I don't have no unreleased songs. Everything I've done is okay. out. <laughs> so weird. Wait, let's talk about your personality. <laughs> so we why are you laughing? We be because like, it just stop. So we laugh like we like you seem so chill and funny. Like is that you or what? I don't know. Like I mean, I, I have a sense of humor. Everybody know how to crack jokes, but sometimes I don't even be no, trying to be funny. Sometimes okay. I don't be trying to be funny. I be I be just be blunt and straightforward, and people and just find it funny. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> people find it. People find it hilarious. I don't even do it on purpose. You'll know when I do a joke on purpose. <laughs> okay, so I thought, um, but you still see funny though, whether you trying. Yeah, or not. I mean, everybody got such a... I, I think everybody, everybody does got such a... Everybody does not. Oh, okay. Yeah, they might. You just can't see it. Right. Or understand it. Okay, so um, you was talking about all your projects. What's next? Next. <laughs> History in the making. Okay. I finally linked up with my boy JT, Justin Traywick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Back, I mean, we, like... But we met a long, long time ago in high school, man, and he pursued music and I pursued music, but we never had a chance to do any music together until now, and we got we got some stuff brewing, man. Some number one billboard stuff okay. brewing. Okay. <laughs> yes. So uh, how do you think you've grown as, a, like you said, a, a musician, artist? Well, I... um. I think I grown as a musician because like uh, when I was younger I just really just jumped out there and a lot of things went wrong but over the years that I've been chilling in the back cave I really sit back and and look at how things okay. work you know what I'm saying like I don't like you can look at what's going on and you can see what's going on but the main thing is look at how things work you know what I'm saying? So I've been looking at how things work, and it, it gave me a whole different perspective over, over the music industry. And, like, I, I could say that business-wise, I'm more seasoned. Like, okay. the talent was always there. Okay. But, there you go. Yeah, there the, you but go. But business-wise, business I'm like, I'm more seasoned. Like, they say okay. music business, 90% business and 10% talent, mm-hmm. which I don't believe them numbers, but okay. Um. But, but I get what you say, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you um so you feel like on the business side, but what about like okay, cuz I'm just imagining, you know, I'm just imagining like you say you in the back cave, you know, you just if you anything like Justin, you making music all the time in the back cave. Mhm. When did you like what have you seen yourself do in the course of like 10 years like when it comes to music, like changing or growing or like what did you get better with? You you make beats, you rap, you just do, you mix, you do everything. Yeah, I got better. Well, in the course of the last 10 years, I would say like, of course, as far as making beats and rapping and mixing, you get better with time. But the main thing that I got better with and which was a problem back then was how to deal with people. Because okay. I'm not no people person, you know what I'm saying? And then... What do you mean you're not a people person? I'm an introvert. 
Oh, okay. So when I get around people, it'd be awkward. I get to explain that's probably why, why people think I'm funny. Oh, that's probably why, like, yeah. That I, don't know, I don't know how to act around people. <laughs> I like to stay to myself, man. You might, you might not see me for months, and I've been in one room the whole time. <laughs> okay. Depression. Depression. <laughs> I sit there in the room for a whole month and not talk to nobody. So okay, so you're an introvert. On top of um, on top of that, what about like mental health and depression? Well, I've been I suffered from depression all my life. Okay. Back then, I used to hide it, and then as I got older, it was like you can't like you can't I couldn't hide it no more. That's part it. of the reason why somebody might not see me for a few months because mm-hmm. uh. A lot of people don't understand depression. Like, I, I don't have people tell me, oh, you'll get over it, man. Suck it up and shit like yeah, that. But, yeah. like, how you going to tell me how to feel about how mm-hmm. I feel? Not to mention, like, depression is a, is a disease. It ain't mm-hmm. nothing. Like, can't nobody, like, just come and say something to you and then you be depressed. Like, you literally, you literally can win the lottery and be sad as hell. Mm-hmm. Because of the print, like depression is a disease. It ain't nothing you can. You, yeah, it ain't nothing you can control. Yeah, like it's not gonna be fixed like that. Right. And like, you, when did you realize that it was? That's what it was. You know what I'm saying? Well, um, probably about 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. I um, I tried to commit suicide, and when like really when nothing wrong with me. Yeah. And but, but just for like, why did I want to do that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like. Like I said, I used the uh, the analogy or metaphor, or whatever it's called, that you can win the lottery yeah. and be the saddest person in the world still because wasn't nothing wrong. Technically, yeah, wrong, wasn't nothing yeah. wrong, but I was just so sad and I wanted to end my life. And that's when I realized that so, all these years, why I was sad and stuff, because like, it's like it was depression. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, we were going through. People with family go through stuff, and I'm thinking it's that. But after everything smoothing out, and I still was sad. That's when I realized that it was something serious. So did um, like did you reach out for somebody? Cause so many times, like when I used to teach, I had kids who would tell me, and you know, I, we had to go report and do all this stuff. But I just remember like wondering, who did they tell anybody other than me? You know what I'm saying? Like, who else are they? So did you, like, were there signs that you were, like, before you decided, like, that thought, that that thought was it? What signs did you, uh, like, I, I don't know, like, like, I used to uh, express my feelings, but nobody understood them, so, like, I, I usually get called sensitive and all that, you okay, know what I'm yeah, saying? So, yeah. like, nobody really listened to me until it was too late, yeah. you know, till I, I'm, now I'm in the Bradley Center, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And now people want to listen and stuff like that, but, yeah. like, it's, it's too late at that point, you know? But yeah. I, I tried to reach out, but I got called yeah. soft and sensitive, you know? Nobody took it serious. But that's a good point, though, because... Like men got it bad because so often, like they just you, we talked about this before. Like they're not allowed to express themselves young, 
and you know, because it's usually boy boys don't cry or something like that, right. you know. And then even so, when you get older, you're still dealing with that. And I think that's that's part, most of the reason why my depression was hitting because of that statement in itself boys don't cry and you man you gotta yeah. be tough and stuff like that yeah don't be sensitive don't be emotional all that but Andre said that too he said all artists are sensitive that's why they're good artists yeah he did feel. say that now good artists are sensitive yeah, with, yeah, with, with self aware yeah self yeah mm. that's why Andre said himself he's sensitive yeah, yeah. Uh, I, most 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 depression people are geniuses. They're self-aware. They understand how life works. Yeah. So, um, so what you been doing to work on it? Well, I have children. Yeah. And I just think about them. You okay. know. Yeah. You know, um, I'm an advocate for therapy because is it, it, is that me? I don't know who it is, but it's loud as hell. I think it's DK. Nope, my phone stay on vibrate. <laughs> okay, so um, what? I, oh, I like I'm an advocate for therapy, but it's hard with like just I'm being with black people because I know even in my family they've been like, oh, what you need therapy for? And so um, I think that's something that like I'm always pushing for. Like, I tell my, like, the students that I teach and they have, like, issues at home, I'd be like, you almost 18, you wait and go get you some therapy. But um, I think that's something you need to look into because it's only so much we can do for these kids out here, like our own kids that we have. Like, you be ready to jump off the bridge, but it's you got them kids, but you still going to be wishing, you know what I'm saying? You, yeah. It's still going to be caring in you, like, I know um, depression, and like I don't know if I know some people be depressed. All like everybody is depressed sometimes. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But when you talk about depression as a disease, it is consistently coming up over and over again. And like you said, um, you can win the lottery. That's only gonna last. That happiness only gonna last a few minutes mm-hmm. because it's gonna come back. And so um, that's why I was just asking, like, what are you doing? Because I I can tell that black men have a um, like they have a real need for therapy because it's so much pressure on y'all. Like, first of all, if you got kids, you gotta take care of these kids. Mm-hmm. You gotta like just navigate through the world, knowing it's it's only and that's any human knowing only there's so much you can do. But then on top of like you said, having that, um, like being self-aware and knowing what's going on, that's something that I think really would cause, or not, you know, maybe people who are like that, they are self-aware because knowing, like, who you are and what's going on and what's going on in the world and how people feel, that does a lot to you because you have to be the one to hold it in or right. carry it. Not, not to mention it's- Everybody's situation different. Mm-hmm. In, in my uh, my situation, it's like I'm going through so much, but I, I have a lot of people in my family that need me too. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so busy being strong for everybody, for everybody else, yeah. but nobody being strong for me. Mm-hmm. But I that's that's another way I help 
with my depression too because that slit made me feel good that I'm able to help somebody else yeah. going through what I'm going through, but I'm able to help somebody else not be depressed or yeah. not be broke or not be yeah. this and that. You know what I'm saying? That helped me too. Yeah. And, and another thing that helped me with my depression is I, I, I like look towards the future. Like I tell myself, you sad now, but just imagine three months from now, you're going to look back at this day yeah. and laugh. Yeah, it's going so that's that's another thing. So like I could be, I could be sad as ever right now, but only thing that'll keep me going like you might not be, you're not gonna be sad next week. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you're, you're realizing forward. it's a roller coaster. Yeah, I, I know it's a roller coaster, yeah. so I'm, I'm looking forward to the future. Like just tough it out, man. It's gonna be okay soon. Okay. okay. I mean, and that's that's a that's a different way to look at it, but it's also a positive way because. Like when you're working out, you hate whatever you're doing, and you know I, I, at the end of this trail or at the end of whatever, I'm not going to have to worry about right. the feelings that I like. You know what I'm saying? The, the pain that I'm going through on this hike or the pain that I'm going through because it's going to be over, so you have an end goal. But right. you also know if you come on this hike again, <laughs> you're going to have to deal with that pain. But I like the way you said it because it's like it's be aware that it's a roller coaster. No Nothing's wrong with like nothing's gonna fix it right now. Right, it, and then some, yeah, sometimes you just gotta know that it's nothing you can do. Yeah, and that that help you get through it too. Just knowing that it's nothing you can do about it. But that's why I asked you like, when did you like discover that's what it was? Because so many people just think like, uh, oh, it's a phase. I'm gonna go get over it, or or he gonna get over it. It's a phase. And so um, it's, it's important to realize, to know, like, that's what it is. Um, what about, is it like, do you think it runs in your family or, you know? No, nah, I, I think my family's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, everybody be thinking. <laughs> they just live life without a care in the world. <laughs> I think I'm the only one that realized. I think I'm the only one that realized we fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what, uh, like, what place are you in the family? Like, why do you, like, why are you so aware of everything? Like, are you the ba- baby? Like, I'm the middle child, oh, but like, okay. I was, uh, I was allergic to everything when I was when I was younger, mm-hmm. so I didn't go, get to go outside and play sports and stuff. So I always was inside reading encyclopedias and. Watching the Discovery channels and all that stuff. So, okay. while everybody outside getting their jump shot straight and and mingling and having fun doing cartwheels in the yard, I was inside learning. Dang, you told me your inspiration, Michael Jackson. What, Bone? Oh, well, not to mention, yes, Michael Jackson, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Pastor Troy, Under 3000. <laughs> they were all my inspiration. But, I don't, I don't want to. Leave out my family. My family is full of musicians too, so oh, yeah. they was they was. Uh, I was always around them when they was doing music too. So I got into. I had my favorite artists, but I got into doing music because of my family. Like mm-hmm. they real big in the music industry. Okay. Scott boys. The Scott Boys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that makes sense. Um, when uh, I guess what's your um. What do you do? Like, what do you do for, 
fun? Like, what are you, what's fun to you? <sighs> what? I just had to ask. <laughs> Whenever I'm not doing music, I'm playing Fortnite. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I will play Call of Duty, but I, I ain't got that good uh, vision. So mm-hmm. I can't, I really can't see what's going on on Call of Duty. But Fortnite is full of colors. I can see what's going on. So when I ain't, when I ain't doing nothing, I'm playing Fortnite. Or watching movies. I like to play the game and watch movies. Okay. What kind of movies you into? I like horror movies and action movies. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And I don't even know how I like horror movies. When I used to be so scared of horror movies, now I like I crave to watch a horror movie. No, my um over the summer when I had a uh, COVID, I was a uh, quarantine, and so my son tried to teach me how to play Fortnite better because I, I played, but I wasn't good. <laughs> I'm still not good, but he would he was like he would knock on the door, leave a little controller right there or whatever. Lord, man, when I tell you that was heaven for the both of us because I ain't had nothing to do and he was loving it, he would teach me he's like mommy why are you shooting on the ground and I was like I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> that's what I was doing when I first started playing it's, and it's cause of my kids I yeah. uh, play Fortnite they installed it on my Playstation I ain't know what it was I was just bored one day yeah. and I cut it on and I got addicted yeah um they uh how old are the kids you would ask me this in front of everybody oh Ooh. why we can't talk yeah, about it my kids are 10, 10, 11, 11, <laughs> 11, 13. No, I'm not listening to this. You stupid. <laughs> you ain't have to do that. What? I can't breathe. You t- <laughs> That's a go banana day. 10, 10. Go banana day. <laughs> 10, 10, 11, 11, 11, 13. God dang. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We was... <laughs> Ten years ago, it's two thousand. Your show is just. You was going bananas. So, oh no, we my, got to my first my first child my first child my thirteen year old before anybody knew who I was but the ten ten eleven 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 <laughs> was them go banana days. Yeah. Explain to the people what that is. They don't know. Oh, yeah. They, they don't. <laughs> had, a, uh, had a couple hit records, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm on a group of things came through, you know. <laughs> 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 That's what I was going to say. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't on a raw dog, you know what I'm saying? Oh, everybody had a pee, pee. Ooh, ooh. I always knew I was going to shoot the club up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> trouble for this interview. We're going to have to edit something just that. No, no, no we're going to edit something. You're keeping the baby, Paul. Oh, my, my. <laughs> okay, so, uh, of course, that. But, anyway. So, okay. Um, So, they be playing the game and stuff. And mm-hmm. Of course, they do. Because Jacob is 11, who the one who was teaching me how to play. Mm-hmm. But then they took it off the phones. Uh, oh, yeah. 
They uh, was Fort, hurt about that. Yeah, Fortnite got into it with uh, Apple and Google. Yeah, my kids was hurt about that because they be deleting it to, uh, to save space, and then they try to install it again. And it's gone. It was gone. Man, I just was asking what you do for fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, the reason I was asking what you do for fun because I just know, like, you know, to me, I always thought Justin just did music for fun. Like, you get what I'm saying? It started, I don't know. I can't but, speak for him, but it started off as fun, then it becomes a job. Yeah, okay, because but then it's like, I'm see you. I know you're super talented, so I'm like, shoot, what do you do for fun, too? And then people who, like, uh, I know just men in general, when they, you know, be depressed, like, what does that mean? What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. sometimes a lot of people say, well, what do you enjoy doing? And then the question is usually, shoot. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes sometimes it be for fun because <laughs> I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to say what I'm trying to say without saying without. I need to say it right. Just say it and we'll fix <laughs> like, so, it later. I'm trying to, man. So Look, you sometimes music can be a job. Yeah, music it yeah, can be a job. Man. I think well, I think if any fun in, in music for me is is if it's something if it's some working with someone I enjoy working okay, with. Okay, so know the what excitement saying? of working with like okay, that sounds about like Yeah, doing something doing something that you wanna do music like and I had the time. Like like I said, it's a, right now it's a job, so like yeah. you recording people, you making beats for people. Yeah, but see that's not job. yeah, I, I when I'm thinking about like music, I'm thinking just the creating part. It's oh, yeah. it's fun. Yeah, it's fun being creative too. Like a lot of stuff I do, man, it don't even leave the computer. Like when I uh, feel like when I feel creative and stuff, I go and make something. Like I know for a fact that I'm not gonna do nothing with it, but this yeah. is something I wanted to do you really make, quick. What make you uh, like? What do you think usually like make you get in that creative mode? Is there something in particular that can make you get in that creative mode? Um, just the way you laugh. Nah, it just be rent. It just be rent. <laughs> It did not them beers, man. Oh, no, it ain't, no, it ain't the beers. It ain't the thinking. beers. Now, what make me get in the creative mode, it really just be random. Like, I randomly mm-hmm. get in the creative mode. Like, if I hear something, like, like I said, like, even sometimes I don't be stunned music, but I might hear something that spark an idea, and then mm-hmm. I get in the creative mode. I do, I do um, think that, that um, you know how you say it. The fun part is when you get to work with somebody, or you know, mm-hmm. I think that um, I think that might have a lot to do with the creative spark too. Yeah, that do because it switch up everything, and it's like, yeah. Because I work with some people, and I just be like, blah. But I get around like JT. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like it's fun, like it's inspirational at the same time. Like it ain't just fun, like. I ain't taking it as no joke, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, it's it's very inspirational. It. Yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying it. All right, that's good. So what about, okay, so you said when the next project, you going to tell us when it's coming or you going to uh, let us guess? If everything, if everything go according to plan, it, it'll be dropping on February the 14th. Okay, Valentine's Day. Yeah, but we Valentine's we trying to drop the single before that, just so to build up to the album dropping. Okay, so why we why we chose this day? I don't know. I don't have no 
main reason <laughs> it's just something about significant dates that I just like. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 even like on Apple Music, they drop. Every I drop albums on Fridays, but I don't be staying Fridays. I, I like significant dates. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like, it could be Martin Luther King birthday or Fourth of July. I just like to do stuff on significant dates. Okay. Like, and I don't real reason why I chose Valentine's Day. That they're like the next holiday beside Martin Luther King. Yeah. They're like Martin Luther King birthday. They're like the next holiday coming up, so that's why I picked that one. Okay, that makes sense. Instead of just saying February third, right? Yeah. Okay. Might drop it on February the ninth. <sighs> you know, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. So new project coming soon. Okay, what's what's our um, what's our plan? Where people can find you? Tell them how to find your stuff. And everything. Well, being that I ain't been doing music in a long time, <laughs> I discovered a way to uh, put my music out there. Like back when I was doing music, you had to put everything on a CD and pass it out and mm-hmm. all that stuff. I discovered a way to put my music out without leaving the house. So I could stay in the back cave <laughs> and put my music out on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Tidal, Mm-hmm. Apple Music, YouTube. Okay, tell them how to spell your spell uh, your name when they looking. Oh, need to find my songs. Type in D K E E Z Y, D Keezy. Okay, and so they can find all your all your stuff on the streaming platform. Um, they gonna uh, look it up. You coming out uh, with your next project February fourteenth, Valentine's Day. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, then we'll have to check it out. Yes, and, right. and y'all gonna be amazed. <laughs> All right.